0: The baller, my life is more than money and journey. Stories of crazy dog I said make a movie behind the baller I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't got a chemical, I know I'm the seat behind the baller My life is more than money and journey. My story a crazy dog, I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home at last behind the ball. Yo yo yo, what up everyone? And good afternoon or good evening or even good morning. This show is worldwide, guys. You are listening to the world-famous Behind the Baller podcast. This is a globally ranked show that is top 10 in 16 countries. We get it in every week here in the USA. This is the most unorthodox business and, I guess, travel show. Uh, What the fuck? I don't know. Um, Yes, we were nominated for the top travel podcast of 2023 the iHeartRadio podcast awards i don't know i guess because i'd be on planes a lot i don't know anyways my name is ben baller not ben humble aka the korean leonison aka the korean harry higgs aka the wash lord and more importantly and most importantly a proud single dad of three beautiful children Guys, this show is brought to you by the eight-time podcast production wonder duo, the Dust Brothers. That's Miles Davis and Jordan Winter, my fucking guys. With original music by Lakey, of course, that BTB theme song you heard in the intro was recorded and done by illegal cartel who are coming straight out of the Central Valley. Fresno, Clovis represent. On today's episode... Is Donald Trump going to jail or not? I don't give a fuck about anything else. The world is getting closer each day to the rapture. Um, I cruise to Malibu for a charity with the PML Quick Strike crew. Uh, The kids are done with school. Summer has begun. Transformers movie was pretty lit. Guys, stop with the divorce stories. If it's a way to talk to me, I don't know. I don't want to hear them, Okay. Especially from the homies, it's all good. Uh, Father's Day is next, well, this weekend, coming up. And I ain't going to get shit, as most likely most dads who listen to this show. Or all the dads out there. We just get fucked, right? And by the way, I am fully obsessed with Roblox now. Um, Gatekeeping, my favorite spots to eat. OG landmark restaurants that I went to this week. Golf Twitter was absolutely on fire. And a lot more on a brand new museum quality episode of BTB. Miles, give me a beat and let's get this show crackin'. So I hope everyone had a great week. I um, hope everyone's okay. This June bloom in LA is really fucking with me. It is like suicide weather for real. Obviously, I'm you know going through some shit. My mind has just been weird, gone. I just I don't know, man. And um, I haven't been going to San Diego as you, as most of you guys know, or San Francisco in two months or even more at least right and and i was averaging for well with golf you know for the last year I was going to San Diego twice a month to train but um and i got to get out there San Francisco it's crazy cuz i was going two to four days a month for like 5 years for a good while right and um by the way guys just some random information that maybe you care maybe you don't i have not owned a cannabis brand in some time now but that was why most of my trips to the Bay Area were happening. And, um, you know, that's because, you know, my offices, the headquarters, and my cultivation. Well, cultivation is based in Sacramento, right? But the rest of it is, is in the Bay, in San Francisco. Just some random information. Um, but I'm really just on hiatus for anything except golf and um, daddy gang shit, right? So, anyways, while it's fresh in my head, yesterday, no, the PML quick strike, and I haven't been to one in, in a while. And uh it, it was nice to get outside. It was good to see the homies. It was good to just be out. I really have not interacted with a lot of people. Um I've been kind of solo dolo. Um they say loneliness could actually kill you. It's actually bad for your health. And I see why, you know. Um it's not that I don't have friends, I just don't really want to talk to anybody, right? And and I'll get more into the other part of it, but it's just like you know, like, yo, man, you okay, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm okay. The last thing I'm thinking about it is actual divorce. Like, I don't really, that's like, <laughs> like, there's no reconciliation there. Like, I'm not worried about that. That's not even on my mind as far as like, where I want to be. Like, that's, my mind's moved on from there. I think the first couple of weeks, you know what I'm saying? I thought about it, whatever. But like, my, my focus is just really my children. But you know, I got to give a shout out to uh, George, Jack, rob from the pml crew from platinum motorsport by the way guys my tesla lease was up a few weeks ago so i got a new daily i'm not gonna be posting it i just uh i don't know it's crazy too because you know what i've had the Cybertruck on order for a few years now we're going on seven fucking years elon on my Tesla Roadster at that point I'm just going to sell it like there's no fucking reason right because I just don't like I just don't get it but anyways I was thinking about getting a new sponsor for my daily and you know I've rocked with everyone from HRE to obviously Platinum Motorsport has their own wheels to 4 Giado, and all these people I have great relationships with by the way um, I thought about my AL13 wheels on my um, Ferrari GTC4 Lusso and those were made by uh, AL13 and a I didn't know that Darwin um, had passed away. Just kind of sad. Um, but there's a new brand out there, MV Forged, and they've been killing it. They're killing it right now in the car world. It's been forever since I gave it shit, honestly, but you know what? Sponsors are sponsors. It's pretty dope. It's good to see my boy Rob, my pate Rob from Crooks and Castles, um, Scott Disick. By the way, Scott's always killed the car shit, right? But like, he's still in it heavy. Like as if it was fucking... 2013, 14, 15, 16, when I was really deep in it. And I mean, I was deep in the cars until like eight months ago. I just kinda took a hiatus. Um, shout out to my boy Presley Gerber. His mom is Cindy Crawford, his sister is Kaya Gerber, and his dad is Randy Gerber, who uh owns Casamigos. Well, owned Casamigos. Got this place called Cafe Havana and the Malibu lumberyard Lumber Yard. It's got this little really nice um like um not really a strip mall, you know what I'm saying? Just a beautiful fucking high-end luxury, like outdoor mall. It was dope. They got a James Purse there. Um, James wasn't there. He's usually there. It was crazy because I've mentioned that on the show before, but I went to high school at James Purse and his dad, Tommy, uh, owns Maxfield, super high-end store out here. But, you know, I said this early on when I was going through the uh, the separation and stuff. And, and anytime I go to Malibu, it's just weird. You know, because I associated with, I mean, I lived in Malibu, so I would think that, you know, my best friend Nick Adler, or like my godfather Lou Adler or something like, but I don't think about those days that much. You know, it's just more so like I get this weird PTSD when I see little kids there and I think about like, you know, me and London would take these drives and the Ferrari and the McLaren and the Lamborghini would be out there just chilling. Ryder came with me a few times too, but, um, you know, those Sunday drives, it, it just were nice you know, we would go there even if it wasn't like a cars and coffee day. And um, more importantly, you know, for a couple of years, we were taking the RV out there to the beach and to the Malibu RV park. And we always had a great time. You know, never thought that Nicolette would actually, you know, take to, I guess, glamping, RVing, you know what I'm saying? It but she loved going there, and so did the kids, you know. But all my kids just love the beach you know they just all three of them love the fucking beach you just talk about the beach it could be cold we've been on cold days overcast and give a fuck you have an rv with a shower bathroom tv kitchen beds you know fucking whatever it's just dope but again i haven't been outside in a while let alone at an event it's been at least a year since i attended a quick strike and i co-founded you know platinum motorsport quick strikes and um you know, with Rob and Jack and all them. But I just ain't been in the mood to drive. You know what I'm saying? And I really had a car that was worth taking and stuff. And then, uh, you know, I'll take my night cruise here. And I haven't done that even recently. But um, it was a great event. It was a great day. Um, shout out to Local Authority. Malibu-based brand out of the boo. You know what I'm saying? 90265. And by the way, shout out to my dog, Wheezy. Who... um. <laughs> This dude is as gangster. He's a real ex. Well, I don't even know if he's an ex member. He's just crazy. But he has this new cookie spot in the valley. And it's actually fucking amazing. Called Crumble Cookies. I think they got one in Van Nuys. They got one in Sino. And wow. They sponsored the event. And it was like this lava cake cookie. I brought a few home. I can't wait to give Ryder and Kyle. it's just cra- absolute crack. Or as Ryder would say now, he said, it's bussing, dad. It's bussing. But you know, a lot of people I haven't seen in a while, my boy Oleg, my boy Jay Bell, and um really shocked how many people listen to the show. And of course I know how many listeners we have, but I mean, as far as like people that like, I wouldn't think listen to the show. And this is kind of like a blog, you know what I mean? Back in the days when I used to be a heavy blogger. I used to blog heavy. Ran to an old buddy from high school who I've not seen in 10 years. Last time I saw him, he was married, and he comes up to me, and I'm just ha- trying to have some breakfast. Just, I really am not trying. To, I'm have this standoffish energy, right? Like, I'm, like, hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm pleasant. It just not really. Like, I'm outside, but I'm not really trying to talk to nobody. You know, it's, it's my boy David. You know what I'm saying? He's, me and him had, we were real close in high school too, and he's like, hey, bro, um, heard about the divorce, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, man. He said, like, you all right? I was like, yeah, I'm fine, bro. <laughs> I'm good you know what I'm saying I'm just, just basically focusing on the kids that's all I care about really um, and so he just he's like telling me this story and I've been having a bunch of my friends who have gone through divorces try to hit me up I'm like bro I don't care no offense dog I'm, I'm good like your situation ain't like mine you know what I mean and it's like you ain't going through the bullshit I'm going through you know and he begins to keep telling me. And I'm like, all right, doc, tell me. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just going on. As I'm having, trying to have my breakfast burrito, like my Cafe Habana, you know, Havana breakfast burrito, I'm just chilling. And he tells me, he's like, you know, him and his wife were together for um, 12 years or so or married for 12 years, something like that. And um, his wife will go on these business trips and I assume she works in some sort of office or something, right? And they would go to Texas, Arizona, whatever, Vegas, and even go to fucking like Cancun or some shit in these retreats and stuff. And, you know, they got two kids. They got, they're um 14 and 15. He has a daughter and a son. I remember going to his house for a barbecue. And um, last time I saw him, I think me and Nicola were just barely dating. It was like a long time ago. So anyways, he caught his wife cheating with a coworker. And the coworker was actually like a high up dude at the company, was balling, you know what I mean? Had a nice car, had a nice crib. He was single, and he was younger than her by a little bit, right? And, um, you know, I'm like, dog, you know, after I told this to, I don't want to hear this shit, you know what I mean? But he was like, yo, bro, like, you know, what's crazy is, um, my wife initiated divorce. That's different for me, you know what I'm saying? Cause there was no cheating that was going on, right? I'm just. Being somewhat transparent. I don't really talk about it. I haven't talked about it. And I probably won't. Sidebar, I am going to finally take serious consideration into writing a book now about my life story. Because obviously my story is fucking crazy. And there's shit that even in the K-Town Hustler one and two, I didn't talk about. And then of course, I would end the book with what's going on now, um, when it's all said and done. But uh, you know, I, I kind of flirted with it with the publishers and stuff and now i'm like motherfuckers won't believe my story so anyways his wife cheats co-worker the whole nine and so she was like barking at him accusing him of all kinds of false shit false accusations all kinds of crazy stuff and it fucked up the kids a little bit he made good money he owns a company i'm not going to tell you what it is but he owns a company that deals with travel and, and he's done very well for himself. And he has a team. And I'm really ex- I'm actually really happy for dude. And um, you know what? I lied. I seen him a few years ago. But um, she was really going crazy on dude. And um, she worked. And I don't think she worked to like make money, I think she just worked to keep busy because she was so fucking bored once the kids got to like, you know, a certain age. You know, she's at home being a housewife. She's like, fuck this, I wanna go get a job. And then she ended up having an affair. So she was trying to get him for all his money and all this other shit and everything else, whatever. So they're going through, you know, all the financial shit. And he tells me he filed for divorce. I mean, he filed for bankruptcy, sorry. And he fucking crushed her. Not even know. Not that I'm even considering this, but it was just something I didn't know. And she was trying to get him for attorney's fees and spousal support and child support and all kinds of shit, even though they had like 60, 40 custody, 60% him, 40% her. It was just weird. And I think she was going through a midlife crisis. And uh, anyways, he filed for bankruptcy. I forgot if it was chapter 11 or chapter seven. It, we had talked about it for a but what was crazy was the bankruptcy superseded the family court. And so you know, she thought she was gonna get, you know, taken care of and all this other stuff for the rest of her life. And um I had actually asked, you know, a couple of people, I don't want to ask my fucking divorce attorney, but it was crazy because she got fired from her job because dude was her boss. And then I think he took a leave of absence or something. That's what he was trying to say. But once work found out about them, they fired her. And then she tried to come with some Me Too shit to the dude And she's trying to, you know, she thought that she was going to be with this dude. So she's going to leave her husband for this dude. And she was so fucking desperate. You know, she was trying to sue dude, get some money, you know, and then while that didn't work out, you know, my boy Dave filed for fucking bankruptcy and she lost the lawsuit against her job. HR didn't want any parts of that shit. So like, you know, he, he royally fucked her over. In fact, he fucked over his own attorney because bankruptcy, when you bankruptcy, the court won't allow you to pay your own attorney and definitely not pay attorney's fees for, for the spouse. So, you know, I was like, oh shit, that was crazy. And so he was just telling me, he's like, yo man, you know, the kids now, they realized their mom was tripping and she's really nice she was really nice was the last time i seen her you know whatever and you know um she just one day lost it and he he suspected just like yo it's a motherfucking retreat every fucking month you know what i mean and like staying late at work whatever and um it was crazy his mom her mom accused him of shit and all this stuff and this dude my boy be chill doing his own thing so i was like yo so what's she doing now and he's like, she's still mad, they've been divorced for like seven years, and then she had to move with her dad, Um, again, she couldn't get a job, she's not getting the spousal support that she thought she'd get, you know what I'm saying, she barely gets anything, and I was like, damn, and so how is she like now, and so he was telling me, you know, um, when the kids graduated, you know, junior high, we're going to high school, she was like, super bitter still, telling, you know, certain parents here and there, whatever, and then people around school start finding out about it as far as like the parents and shit they're like yo we thought she was cool but you know this bitch actually initiated all this shit so you know stayed a fuck away from her and she was like you know super pleasant and nice people are like yeah it's cool be cool around here but we know what's really going on so fuck you but she's been you know like try to think about you know like a year or two after it happened she's like yo you ever thought about you know working out for the kids he's like y'all tried that already you went crazy, so fuck all that. Like, not, And I, when he said he got divorced, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's better. It's actually a great thing that I got divorced. And I was like, you ever think about it? at least getting back with her for the kids? And he's like, nah, man. She's so fucking miserable. I, I couldn't be around that energy. And so she's lived with that regret for like seven years and she's still mad. I couldn't imagine. Like, I'm like, bro, life is too short to do stupid ass shit that you're gonna regret. Fuck the kids up. Thought you were going to do better, you know, and I don't know. He pulled up today in a ghost. I don't know how that works because I know the court checks up and be like, yo, you know, if you're doing well, you know, you got to give her some more. I don't know what happened with the bankruptcy. I think it's been seven years, so I know bankruptcy is seven years, but it's none of my business. But he listens to the podcast and he's been keeping up. So, Dave, you crazy, bro. But, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. You took the high road. She thought she could do better, thought she could upgrade And she didn't and now she's mad and she's gotta live in that shit too bad. Listen guys, I've told you before when I was going through therapy a professional psychiatrist said men do not change. Women change two to three times over a course of their their adulthood, right? And I got another breakfast burrito because he fucked that one up. I was like, dog. But yeah, man, she's like Probably close to my age, and um, I don't know, man. I just don't fucking know. But anyways, man, the kids are done for uh, summer. Kai graduated kindergarten. I was very happy. Went to school, brought her whole class uh, cupcakes, and uh, she gave me a big hug. Got to kick it with her for a little bit, and uh, hung out with um with London and Ryder for a little bit too, because I got them on the little recess, and it was dope. I had them this weekend. Uh, went to go see Transformers uh, no spoilers actually you know what shit I might give a little spoiler later because I have a little metaphor in my head but it was good you know what I'm saying at first kind is like I don't want to see Transformers I'm like girl this is our time together you know what I mean we're going to get some snacks we're going to do our thing but I was tripping right you know four movie tickets right three kids one adult and they didn't eat lunch but they have like you know they had food there so we got chicken nuggets, we got little pizzas, we got nachos, we got some candy, got a few bottles of water, got a coke, some random snacks. And on top of that, parking, it was $176. And I'm just like, what the fuck? It was just, it was crazy. I don't know. It just fucked me up. But I don't know. Um Ryder is fully obsessed with uh, Star Wars. He's been obsessed for shit quite some time now, more recently, but like studying it, watching all the movies, me and him both love Boba Fett the most. He loves the Ewoks, I love Ewoks. And he's like, dad, dad, we gotta go to the Star Wars hotel. You know there's a Star Wars hotel, he keeps talking about Disney World, keeps talking about Florida and this. I was like, yeah, we'll go there. And I remember me and Nick promised take to take him there last summer or something, who knows what happened. But I'm like, all right, you know, Star Wars Hotel, I'm going hit my boy up, you know, hit my boy Mark up. I was like, hey, bro, you been in Star Wars Hotel? He's like, yeah, dog, shit's crazy. He's like, yo, it's kind of expensive. This is my boy Mark, who's married to a billionaire. He's got bread. So I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I Google it. Come to find out Star Wars Hotel is closing at Disney World this September. And I can't go to Florida by September. So I'm kind of bummed out, but I'm just checking it out. And their lower, like, medium, mid-tier rooms are 5,000 a night. And since birth, I almost rarely say no to the kids. I spoiled them throughout their entire life, especially Kaya. Ryder and Leonard is a little different because they're older, but, like, Kaya gets more shit with clothes and stuff. And, you know, um, they've had iPads, you know, their iPhones and stuff. You know what I mean? I usually give them, you know, like, my hand-me-downs. or And then, like, some whack hand-me-downs, it's just like, why the fuck am I gonna take two, three hundred from fucking Apple? You know, just always giving them their phones. But I had to tell Ryder, I was like, Yo, bro, we could do a lot of things for five to seven bands a night, and I ain't about to be cramped in a room and whatever. But we we will go there, and they've been talking about they've been talking about Universal Studios in China. They watch all these crazy ass YouTube channels, shit. All this is crazy, but you know, great time. Um, I have my fourth cooking lesson. So, you know, my breakfast is on point. It's the things that just kind of basic that I've helped out on. But like, you know, we're not ordering postmates. We're out a restaurant. Okay, cool. But we're home. We're eating at home. You know, the mac and cheese shit is easier. It's just getting better. You know, um, Kai's easy. Hamburger, hot dog, you know, pasta, whatever. I'm getting the seasoning down. You know what I'm saying? So, um, my boy Adam who I've also known for a really long time, almost 30 years, man. He gave me a PS5 during the pandemic and it was just sitting in a box in my storage inside the man cave. And when I was grabbing my stuff, I was like, you know what? I got to finally set this thing up. And I've had like two or three Xboxes. Leonard Rider got an Xbox in that room. So I set up the PS5 and it was such a fucking nightmare to set up an account for their name, add a family member, then go back, have to type in the shit, do an update. That shit took like 27 minutes. I was just irritated. But I'm super hyped because I'm about to get this fucking uh, PGA 2K3. And obviously for those of you who don't know, most of you do know, I'm sure you know I'm an NBA 2K and I've been in NBA 2K. I've been in the game for four years now. But the Tiger Woods PGA 2K is lit. Got this Star Wars game for Ryder. But I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? Something, you know, I got three controllers We're about to get that cracking. But before we get into a break, you know, London and Ryder have been playing Roblox for like seven years or so, maybe even longer. And I've had an account since like 2019, but I've never played with them. You know, I played a little bit a few months ago, like uh, before spring break. And I was like, eh, you know, here and there was something to do. And, and, you know, we're going through a separation. I was just trying to interact more, even though I do interact quite a bit with them. And I always have, obviously, I've been a very present father. But like, about a week or two ago, started playing this game called Dungeon Quest on Roblox. That game is fucking fully taken over my life. I fell asleep two nights ago at 2 a.m. with an iPad in my armpit. Like, I'm fucking obsessed with this game. I don't know if you guys play Roblox or if your kids do. But Dungeon Quest, fuck Brookhaven, Bed Wars, all the other shit. I know all the popular games, Piggy. Piggy's all right, but like, you know, there's all these nostalgia games that kids love, but like me and London been getting it in on Dungeon Quest and just like recently, it's just crazy. I'm just like fucking fully obsessed. It's crazy. It's crazy. I lied, I got one more thing to say. I gotta say rest in peace to my cousin, um, Irene. Sad man, um... Right when um, me and Nick just started, we we just got separated. Um, This was earlier this year. Uh, I knew my cousin had cancer. And what's wild is there's six people I know now who have died that went to Beverly Hills High. And there used to be an oil well there. I think it's covered now. But weird coincidences. And I don't know if there's a class action lawsuit, but how a few friends have gotten cancer that haven't died but that shit hit her kind of late because my cousin's 52 it's fucking sad and she was at stage four cancer early february and um didn't get to see her um last time i saw her was at mark jacob's wedding a few years ago it was actually with nicolette i don't think nick's ever met her before and it was weird it was had a bad falling out with her brother my other cousin is uh, who I did the movie Cake with and I just I just feel weird man you know I just think like damn she had a kid too and um thought about going out to New York and I just obviously my mind just ain't right but uh rest in peace Irene I love you and we had some amazing times in the 80s and 90s and um early 2000s um just really sad and that's uh that's how we go into the break i just i just found out actually um last night i actually found out full mark jacobs was crazy but yeah man guys let's take a break let's pay some bills and we'll be right back if your business earns millions or tens of millions in revenue stop what you're doing and take a listen because NetSuite by Oracle has just rolled out the best offer we've ever seen. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control you need to make better decisions faster. And for the first time in NetSuite's 25 years as the number one cloud financial system, you can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. That's no payment and no interest for six months, and you can take advantage of this special financing offer today. NetSuite is number one because they give your business everything you need in real time, all in one place to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and increase productivity across every department. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite gaining visibility and control over their financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. If you've been sizing NetSuite up to make the switch, then you know this deal is unprecedented. No interest, no payments. Take advantage of this special financing offer at netsuite.com slash baller netsuite.com slash baller to get the visibility and control you need to weather any storm. That's netsuite.com slash baller. I'm looking forward to the summer, hanging out with my kids, having friends over, traveling, and a lot more. I want to make sure I'm staying cool, looking good, so I'll be wearing my new Doer shorts. Doer D U E R makes the world's most comfortable pants, breathable, lightweight, durable, and never go out of style. I highly recommend them. I love my Doer shorts. They are insanely comfortable and I look good wearing them no matter what I'm doing. Doer's stretch performance denim and lifestyle apparel is made for the doers. They're versatile and made for anything and everything we do in a day. The technical fabric keeps us cool when it's hot and warm when it's cool. Plus, Dewar is sustainably made from materials like wood chips, plants, and recycled plastic bottles. This is a purchase you can feel good about. Trust me, you need to add Dewar to your summer wardrobe. Check out Doer's flagship stores in LA and Denver or shop online at shopdoer.com. That's S H O P D U E R.com. My listeners will get 15% off site wide using special promo code BALLER. So for 15% off your order, go shop now at shopduer.com and use my special promo code baller what's up guys we are back just a little more random information um this this show is a lot of a lot lot of random information on this episode god damn to anyone who listens to this show especially in the last year because one one episode a week right um but anyone who listens to this show you you know i talk about what time i record this show i say it all the time and there's only two times i record this show and it's pretty obvious, right? I record this show between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. Every Sunday night. Half of the time, actually, I record between 4 and 6 a.m. Monday mornings. Because it takes one hour to edit 15 minutes of this show. So Miles gets started at it at 6 a.m. So I gotta get that shit going. And what basically I'm saying is I do this shit when the kids are asleep. Right? And for the Thursday episodes... I would usually almost record super early in the morning. You know, I can't have noise going on or whatever, weird phone calls, and those are times when no one would bother me, even though the phone would be on, do not disturb. But when I do interviews, even those are done either remotely or, or you know, they're recorded, you know, on location, right? And I'll do those during the day, maybe at night, but not at home, right? Or at my home office, you know? Why am I saying this? It's just most of you guys know because I talk about it almost every fucking episode. And I had to hear, I just had to clear that up for some stupid, dumbass, ungrateful lady who lied about something and tried to say I recorded my show in the afternoon during the day, especially while the kids are home. Like, no, dunce, that was a lie, along with many other lies you told that day. So keep lying. It'll come back to you like Bumblebee in the new Transformers movie. See, that wasn't a spoiler. Just had to sell you guys. It was, you know, again, Transformers was, it was supposed to be, I guess, based in the 90s. I mean, it looked like it could have been new, but like, it's crazy. Nobody really famous was in the movie. And what was dope is whoever did that movie had to be 47 years old at youngest because whoever like... Cr- it was all 90s music. It was dope. They're playing tribe and fucking black sheep and and just old school shit. It was super vibey. It was it was dope. Super dope. Now, you know, we're gonna get into this other shit in a little bit about something with the just the, the whole fucking outrage of fucking just the Pride Month and everything. Why the fuck does anyone even care if, if it, it it ain't why does it like and I live not that far from West Hollywood, it's never bothered me. I'm heterosexual, don't care. I got a lot of gay friends. I've had gay friends since I was in high school. And that was like when it was really tight. I think they're a bi, whatever. Like, right now, it's got nothing to do with that but victim culture. I've been noticing a lot more victim culture and mostly coming from ladies, you know? And it's being taught out there. Don't sleep, guys. It is 100% being taught out there by bitter ass girls. And the fucked up part about it is, the bitter women who are out there, they try to recruit other people and spread that haterade shit, right? Pour your girl a glass, and she might think of a bad time with you. And again, fuck all the shit up going on with you when it, just misery loves company. You know, and they, and they, and they literally coach that shit, you know? don't step this, whatever, boom. And and, and then they get somebody who like, now they're like, oh, you know what? I haven't had a voice before. Now I have this. And it's like, you ain't had a voice before. I'm sorry for you. But the thing is, there's a real solid line, not a fine line of women who are really being abused, women who are really out there being harassed, women who are out there going through things. And again, you know, you got somebody who, you could touch their shoulders right, you could tell somebody, hurry up, and you could say it a hundred times, in that same tone, and that'd be considered abuse to them. Now, whether they're sensitive or not, you have to understand on a scale, fucks it up for the woman who's actually getting her head knocked off, women who are actually getting raped, women who are actually being called the C word, you know, being yelled at and being threatened with physical violence, things like that, you know, it's really a goddamn shame. But I saw this lady and I was at Target getting stuff for the kids, yesterday actually, and she broke down and just had a fucking fit in the electronic sections. I'm just trying to get a fucking game, you know what I mean? And she's like, she's like, someone stole $18 from my purse. Who knows if someone stole $18 for a purse. And she went off on this lady. And then she pulled out 4 or $5 in change. And that's why I was like, look, lady, you knew you were short and you're embarrassed. You used $8 gift card and then you pulled out $5 in change. And then you were short $6 or whatever, boom. And then you're going to go to your car or some shit. I don't know. And she's like, do you have a dollar? I was like, I do. I was like, here you go, you can have it. Because anything you do just to get this lady so I can get my game and be out, right? I don't care about what you got going on here and there. I got my own shit going on. I'm not saying I'm not compassionate. This ain't that deep. She was buying a track phone, some other shit. I don't know. But she started to fucking cuss everyone out that worked there. And she's like, you don't know what motherfuckers are going through and blah, blah. You don't know what the fuck these people are going through. You know what I mean? She's on some, you need to feel bad for me because I'm doing bad okay sorry you're doing bad don't fuck up this lady who's fucking what was she making minimum wage at target that don't mean you could be a shitty person because your day sucks or your life sucks fucking do something about it you know what i mean but again it's just like that whole she used all the fucking terminology you never know what people are going through as a bitch nobody cares they got some shit going through on too you know what I mean? And I, I felt bad about giving her the fucking dollar. I would have paid for all this shit if she wasn't such a bitch and she was just treating everyone like shit. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you don't know. You don't know what $18 can do for someone and blah, blah. It's like, man, doc, just fucking leave. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just thought about it. It just, man. But you know what? No, I'm mixing it up. I was going to go into the whole, this crazy ass fucking, uh, Seattle Spa whatever boom but this week I hit a lot of my favorite spots I had Casa Vega the other day and you know obviously I'm friends with the Kardashians and everything I've known Kim for fucking known Kim for 22 years right known Rob since he was a little kid and once they started showing Casa Vega on the Kardashian show I've never watched Kardashian show even though I was on it what two times Casa Vega is always going to be the best fucking Mexican restaurant in like the general LA area. I ain't talking about a taco stand. I'm talking about getting hot food, getting a wet burrito, getting real, you know, getting food, like not El Cholo or whatever else or something. I'm talking about like, and yes, Casas Majes is great here and there, but I'm just talking about like, you know, on some like real authentic old school shit. Shout out to my boy, Mr. Cartoon, who uh, did the mural outside. But like, I've been going to Casa Vega for 40 years, you know, and fucking combo enchiladas, all the basic, you know, the oven, special oven burrito, is just so good, it's fucking cracking, it's like, you gotta go at an off time, if you try to go there after 7 p.m., forget about it, you know, I remember running into Bernie Mac there one night, and just, it's just always lit, nighttime is dark as shit though, it could be a date night, it could be fun, whatever, but to take Nicolette there, it was good, and Sat down solo dolo. I've been having a lot of solo dolo lunches. A lot of by myself meetings. And um, it's just, what I'm trying to say is just consistency is always there. So fucking good. Ernie's is good too, which is in uh, North Hollywood. But Casa Vega, it's like, I'll drive over the hill for Casa Vega. You know, ain't nothing in West Hollywood or L.A.L.A. Or like Beverly Hills, the West Side and this and that. Anything north of the 10 Freeway. Like a couple spots in Koreatown for sure. I just, Casa Vega's my shit. Um, also, had to hit my boy Nuge's spot, Burger She Road. Burger She Road is top three best burger in LA. Hands down. That Hawaiian bread, Wagyu beef, crazy. And then also while I was on the Fairfax area, I was trying to go to the spot that Sean Witherspoon tried to take me to, vegan spot. It's fucking excellent. It's called Extra Market, right next to uh, the old diamond, well, diamond store. I don't know how much longer it's going to be there. But right there on the block, and I got a vegan chopped cheese sandwich. And it was fucking great. French fries. got a Mexican Coke. It was just so fucking good. If you could check out Extra Market, it's dope. They got a little boutique in there too. Super fire. And um, I hit La Scala. Again, I had to get the bolognese. And what's crazy about La Scala is, you know, hands down, best spaghetti bolognese in, in L.A. Chateau Marmont comes second, but this is just fire. Always been. I've been going to La Scala again too for shit, I don't know, 30 years. It was weird. Last time I was there, I was with Nick. And the craziest part about it is I proposed to Nick at La Scala, right? Because that was where we had our first date. But I run into my boy Terry there. And Terry's like, yo, I'm sorry you're going through this. But, you know, I went I was like, dog. Again, what's up? My friend's telling me about the divorce. I don't care. Your situation ain't like mine, you know. But anyways, the fried mozzarella dish there is absolutely fucking fire. It is delectable. It is just everything you want to be. Fuck your stomach up. But you know, had the bolognese, got my food. They didn't want chit chat no more. Got the fuck out of there. Been going to my new favorite sushi spot, and no, I will not tell you the name unless I know you. You're a friend of mine. Sushi is really a fucking touchy subject with me. Like, I will not eat raw fish just anywhere. I don't even care. I don't give a fuck if it's Nobu. You know, I'll go to so I'm not going to Nobu, especially in Malibu. But there's this uh, hole-in-the-wall sushi spot. these chefs from Hawaii. So fucking good. My coach, Ron Del Barrio, showed me the spot. I've been going there every week for the last couple months. And it's just so fucking good. It's just amazing. Father's Day is what, six days away. Got the kids that day. I don't know what we're gonna do. I'm definitely not cooking on Father's Day. <laughs> now I know how, you know, um, <laughs> you know, how Nick might feel or other mothers feel. I want to go somewhere nice, have a nice brunch, go somewhere. I don't know. But it's Father's Day, and it's a weird year. 2023 has really been a fucked up year. And of course, uh, again, I don't expect any gifts from anybody. Um, it'd just be nice to spend some time and celebrate me as a dad. I'm not gonna talk about again how much I provided, the life I've created for my family, and all that. But um, it will be actually probably the first Father's Day that I'm really excited for. Except for when London was born, because that was he made me a father, right? So, anyways, I'm chilling talking to some old homies at the Quick Strike yesterday. And don't you hate it when you make an honest mistake and someone says, like, well, maybe you shouldn't have did this. So I'm like, I like had these clothes that I was given nice clothes. And I realized I didn't have the cap on, my water bottle, and I had the bag in my hand with the left hand I'm holding my hand. If you had if we had video, you'd see what I was doing. And I didn't have it on tight enough. And so water starts spilling on the bag. And it was an honest mistake. I'm just saying that My mind isn't right. And some dude who I don't even know that well is like, well, maybe you should have just fucking tighten the cap next time. No shit, asshole. I'm actually acknowledging the mistake. You want to help me out and get some motherfucking towels? Okay. Then go fuck off. <laughs> and I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking about your homies, right? Friends. I'm saying this to fam and close homies, right? He was somewhat of a stranger, but like either help me out, have some compassion or shut the fuck up. I understand. I've, I've acknowledged. I'm just saying when people say like, you know, oh, maybe you should have left your door unlocked. No shit. Okay, but they broke into it. They got it. Fuck, lesson learned. You Want to get me or you want to help me out or not? I don't know. It's just something if they just, man, Jesus Christ. So earlier this week, The most shocking news in golf history happened, even though one thing is fairly new, but it's something I talked about. We had an emergency podcast on part three about it. But the Live Tour and the PGA Tour have merged. And I've said what I had to say. I'm just going to kind of go over a few things, but I was shocked. Like, for those two motherfuckers, it was Crips and Bloods type shit. This was a truce between two organizations who hate each other. This is like way past because me and Nick don't hate each other you know what I mean like it's just just stupid ass shit that's going on that's unnecessary but if they can handle and I know it's money and money changes people but god damn like I literally woke up and thought it was a parody account and um, on Twitter I saw it on Instagram I was like nah CNBC is reporting this shit it's just not like this is I'm gonna believe that but you know I had spoke about it on part three. I feel bad, mostly for Will Zalatoris. You know what I'm saying? He declined $130 million. And then he had a really bad back injury, major back injury, surgery, whole nine. He's not going to play for the rest of the year. And we never play the same. Again, this is a really good young dude, right? Rory got to be betrayed. Hideki, Flying Spirit Airlines, you know, all for morals and values, Right. Over two billion dollars is offered to the top players in the PGA. Okay. We're in a capitalist country, whether you like it or not. Money is important. Money will change you. Money will change people. Money will make decent good people act different. Act bad. Okay. The difference is money actually humbled me because I was a fucking jerk before I had any money, right? And the thing that people don't understand when they're comparing this stuff, a lot of middle American people on Twitter and stuff, and by the way, golf Twitter has never been that cracking, ever. Golf Twitter took over Twitter. Golf took over Instagram. And I'm not taking it because the algorithms of golf, my shit, I have another page that is private that there's barely golf shit on, right? Golf is just, permeated and invaded all social media. But the thing is, people don't understand the difference between $5 million, $25 million, $100 million. If you got $25 million compared to having $5 million, it's a huge difference, okay? If you have $25 million and you have $100 million, there's a huge difference. But what you could do with $25 million and a decent accountant, you could do anything that person with $100 million can except buy a bigger yacht and maybe a bigger estate somewhere else. Other than that, your lifestyle is going to be the same, okay? And the biggest difference between the $25 million and $5 million is private jets, okay? With $2 million, you can live real nice if you have a steady, decent income and you got really good credit, right? And you can make that $2 million work for you. So when you fall asleep, you're, you're making money, Okay? With 25 million, you could buy a stupid crib and that asset will always be in your benefit. But at the same time, that shit could fall down too. If you overpay, you do some dumb shit. You know what I mean? But I was just making, you know, people just don't get it. They just, they don't understand. And they're just like talking about, oh my God, you know, Tiger's life would change. How the fuck is Tiger's life going to change? I'm talking about the cats that might make 5 million in a year. Turning down one thirty from morals and values. Look good for you, because you don't want to take Saudi money. <laughs> Our fucking government is in business with the Saudis, right? Just, just crazy, man. It's just too much weirdo shit. But speaking of golf, the U.S. Open is here at LACC. It is going to be a big fucking event. It's going to be a shit show. If you're trying to get to Westwood, I don't know. I got to figure out how to do this. Thank God for my agent. Thank God for my parking passes. Thank God for my credentials. But I'm not playing the program and I said that before well over 1 million people were trying to play this program and I got fucking court that day <laughs> fucking sucks like even my cousin knows how serious court is for me and he's like yo bro you mean to push court back I'm like nah doc and and it was big enough to where at least it ran through my mind right? because this is a once in a lifetime chance especially because you know you get to play on TV and all that stuff but obviously I got something way more fucking important Um, I don't know if you're in LA guys whoever's listening but I will be attending the US Open actually and uh, there's a lot of events this week my boy Steven Maubin is opening his flagship store now in LA he had a store here but now brand is fucking huge so he's got a new location it's dope Um, I think it might be invite only but it might be cool I don't know but there are a lot of U.S. Open events that I'll be attending. You know, There's LA golf shit. There's G4. There's an actual U.S. Open event. There's a bunch of stuff going on. So if you see me in the street, say what's up. I have some stickers and some Watch Lord lighters. And I got my new uh, golf gold divot tool that I'm about to drop with pretty corn. There's a bunch of golf shit that's coming out. It's going to be dope. But speaking of casual golf, me and the Dust Brothers are going to get a quick nine holes in this week. I've explained this to Jordan and Miles many times. And I still don't think they get it. And I talk to Miles and Jordan every fucking day, right? My mother, again, closest woman in my life. I have avoided her for four months now. My mom does not know I'm getting a divorce, okay? You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel bad because my mom is sick. This is how fucking, where I can't, go there, and my sister is starting to really get him. She might have told my mom, I don't know, I'm just not ready to talk to my mom yet. That's where I'm at mentally, and how fucked up this shit is, right? So I feel bad, because Jordan and Miles are like, yo, let's get this, let's get that. It's like, bro, I love you guys. You guys are my dogs. I do have a few friends that are close to me. I have not seen them. And I got to talk to Miles and Jordan, because they produced two of my shows. But more importantly, I got to see where Miles and Jordan are at with it, with their stick game. I'm excited, Jordan. I'm excited, Miles. You know, you can be listening to this show before it's out, you know, to the public. So now we get to the crazy shit because it's Pride Month and people are going fucking crazy over fucking Pride Week at, at you know, at uh, WeHo and shit, shit's been going on for fucking ever. Okay, you want to get mad about this shit now? That shit's been going on since the fucking 60s, 70s, whatever. I was going to the fucking, to the gay parade on Santa Monica Boulevard in the 90s. I would go to a girls here and whatever. It's always cracking on Santa. It's like, you want to get mad now? So obviously there's a pride issue. There was an issue with, with um, don't even know the specifics, but there was a crazy ass fight in fucking, um, damn near rioting and protesting in Glendale, California. It's one of the safest cities in all of L.A. At a school board meeting, and these look. First of all, let me tell you, I am Armenian, right? Because I got a lot of fam that are Armenian. Okay, Korean Armenian. All right, my my girl Lena, she gave me that name. But listen, Armenians do not fuck around. They don't play. I don't know Armenians that are soft. Okay, but there was a big ass battle in the Glendale school district, and mostly officers gonna be like. 70, 80% Armenians fighting with MAGA Nazi motherfuckers or QAnon, I don't know any of those, whatever those fucking goofy motherfuckers are, but whoever that punk ass MAGA dude who sucker punched a woman is, you a bitch, bro. I hope somebody finds you and fucking cracks you over the fucking head. This is stupid. So my whole thing is this. I've already talked about the Target thing and all that. People fucking getting mad at, what is it? Bud Light and whatever. Lululemon had a track. Who cares? I don't give a fuck if you got a pride flag outside your store or your restaurant. Is the food good? Do I like the clothes? I don't give a shit. The flag is not going to stop me from there. Okay? It doesn't bother me. But people are mad as fuck. And this is what started the fight at Glenda because LA Unified School Districts want to teach LBGTQ studies in elementary school. Now you want to talk, teach about certain things. What? Sure. Why does a first grader need to talk about sexuality? Second, third, fourth, fifth. High school? Okay. Cool. Elementary school? And, you know, gay people are super upset and they're fighting in and, and it's like one of my gay homies Lewis. he said some shit that fucked me up and he's like you don't see Chinese people going and getting outraged on Chinese New Year because people are not flying the flags outside or teaching about Chinese history or, or Asian history and all this other shit and it made sense he's like yo that flag does not represent me He's like, the American flag represents me. I'm not going to call anybody out for not pulling here. But of course, you know what I'm saying? If people start, you know, some homophobic shit or some transphobic shit, he's going to call them out. But the outrage on both sides is just like, everyone got to chill the fuck out. But he made a good point about the Chinese New Year shit. They do their own thing. and ain't tripping. People want to join, cool. They don't, cool. If anything right now, Asians are discriminated in so many different ways. And don't give a fuck, they just do their own thing. I don't hear them complaining, right? I was reading this thing the other day about acceptance rates at schools, the top colleges. Asians are discriminated the most amongst anyone, white, anything, at the top colleges, especially the UC schools and Ivy League schools. That's like reverse affirmative action. That's legit discrimination. Right? against Asians and I don't hear any Asians really complain about It's a little bit but their voice is just like you know just saying man the, the cries and yells from the gay community is wow because it's you're trying to force some shit upon people and again don't bother me but I did read this article just shit's getting wild it's getting weird there's a spa in Seattle a w- all woman spa in Seattle Seattle's a very liberal, you know, state. I mean, I'm city, sorry. All women spa. Women are totally nude in there. 99% of the women are in there are nude. And now they're allowing trans women to go in there. The problem is, you know, these trans folks I'm talking about have penises. Not discriminating here and there, but it's like, look, you're going to make some women feel uncomfortable. I don't give a fuck. I have rights and whatever. Like, no, dog. Come on, man. You know, I don't know if they're need to do a no penises rule at a women's spa, but it's like, this is not about politics. You know, at some point, we should have free speech, okay? But people take 17 miles when you give them a millimeter, right? Too much free speech. It, it, people get, you know, it's they get a little bit out of control, like to try to force law changes, right? I, I get it. I got no problem with gender-neutral bathrooms and certain things or whatever, right? But some of the shit that they're talking about with this stuff, I have no problem with the community. I'm just saying, no other community down. there they say, oh, discriminated, blah, blah, whatever. And you hear black folks, black people complaining about shit all the time. But some of the shit that they're demanding is as crazy as changing math books to say two plus two equals five. It's getting really crazy out there. I don't know, man. What I did notice is, because you know, it's my boy Char, and he's um, Mark Jacobs' husband, right? It is a certain age group of gay people who are forcing the agenda out there. And, And speaking of Mark, my boy Mark Jacobs, he's what, 60, 50 something? He's been gay his entire life. Never once have I seen him on his page or anything try to push or force agendas on anyone. And I love Char, his husband. That is my dog, right? I love him to death. Never once has Char ever been on some Scientology-type intimidation or try to put someone who isn't gay under duress. Like, that's not it, right? I've always supported it, okay? And it's fucking hilarious. I wear rainbow fucking socks like probably once a week. I love rainbow shit. Okay. I wish someone would say some shit about it. But again, I just want everyone to chill the fuck out. That's it. Fuck you getting mad for fucking Nazis in front of Disney World and like fucking DeSantis signs. Like, is this really 2020? What the fuck is going on? You know, speaking of DeSantis and, and whatever, I'm just saying that whole... That I put him in that bunch, sorry. Big news this week was Trump was indicted, right? 215 times since 2015, more than any other president, blah, blah, whatever. Who fucking cares, right? All I want to know, is he going to jail or is he not going to jail? Fucking indictment. I just want to know, is Dick Stain Donald Trump going to jail? Because you know what? I'm tired of this bullshit oh, they're just fucking up the election. Shut the fuck up. Put his ass in jail then. God damn, I'm so sick of this shit, especially if we're paying for it tax-wise. Just put Dick Stane Donald in jail. Or oh, Enough already. Like, he's not gonna win the fucking election. You know what I mean? And it's just, oh my God, I'm so sick of hearing about this shit, man. i just like, couldn't imagine if I got tried. But you know what, though? Say he's looking at 40 years, where so he would spend the rest of his jail. Good, let him go. And fuck, he's All right, <laughs> Miles, <laughs> give me a beat real quick, just so we can break this up, so I can end the show properly. Look, guys, man, I know I had a lot of opinions this week, had a lot on my mind. Everyone, man, we can get along. I'm not saying ignore problems, right? You should discuss things that you're offended by, but at the same time, like. There's things that you're choosing to be offended by. Someone spits on your food. Someone does obvious shit. You know, slaps your kid. You know, whatever. Something that's obvious, right? Little things. People say they don't like your shirt. Okay, good. You bought it. You like it. Who gives a fuck about what anyone else thinks? You choose to control your happiness. There are certain things beyond your control, for sure. We're just talking about. We can all get along. Or we could all choose to just not get along and not worry about it. It's all good. All right. NBA Finals, this shit is over tonight. Miami ain't got nothing to talk about, okay? They ain't got shit. They got nothing for Denver, okay? Playoff Jimmy was lit, but Finals Jimmy is, what is he, 0-2? Jimmy got a big goose egg, okay? He's done. He's a wrap. I, you know what? I had this shit in the background, and I know if it was the Lakers, fucking Celtics, it would have been at least three fucking times bigger, right? Way, way, way bigger. Ain't going to be no Thursday game. Denver's going to close it out in Denver. I don't know. And to end the show, Zion Williamson, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Where is your big homie? Where is somebody... To take your motherfucking phone away. I'm like tripping, man. If you didn't know, Zion Williamson obviously he's having a baby. He announced it, posted it. Now apparently, it's like two, three other girls he had a kid with. And It's like porn stars and exposing them on Snapchat. This and that. Buying chicks, Cullinans It's five hundred thousand dollars car. Buying chick, bro. like God, God bless you, bro. Good thing you're what twenty three, whatever you old. It just then he got three hundred pounds and give fucks addicted. I just Man, bro, the divide, there's such a big gap between rich and poor, and it's really fucked up. What do we do about it? I don't know. I don't have that answer right now. But I do got to get some guests on the show. If you're a subscriber on my Instagram page, I did say I'm going to do a poll I'm going to pick out. I don't think everyone wants to do it, right? Let's say there's 30, 40 people want to be a guest. I want to interview a regular person that has a regular job, and I want to discuss what they think about this year, what they do for a living. What do they want to do? What are their dreams? What are their aspirations? You know, are they married? You know, What's the best part of their marriage? What's the worst part? Anything. What's the best part of dating? Am I going to go on dating apps? Like fucking Tinder or Bumble, what the fuck? I don't know what the fuck. No, I'm not going on a dating app i know that's what it's like now but i'm not all right guys listen hope you guys have a great week i got a crazy week ahead of me and then i got father's day if you feel so compelled get me a fucking starbucks gift card (laughs) i'm not asking for anything i'm just saying if you want to great all right guys that is another episode of btb i love you guys please make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about this show if you haven't subscribed already Hit that subscribe button. Hit subscribe on par three, two. Guys, we going up. I'm about to bring the show back to a different level. We still chart top 40 every week. But I appreciate you guys more than you know. All right. Hey, London Ryder, Kaya. Well, not Kaya. London Ryder, if you're listening, I love you guys. And I'll see you when you fall asleep. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, guys. We are out of here. Peace.